This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Happy Friday and welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson. It's uh, week two, Friday. Yeah. We're getting ready for the uh, Denver Broncos to uh, to come to Pittsburgh. Uh, looks like uh, for the Steelers, uh, they will have everybody available except for David DeCastro and uh, Stefan Wisniewski. Uh, okay. They expect to have DeCastro back next week, though. So Good. They'll get, a, they'll get a, a little taste of uh, Kevin Dotson today or this week at right tackle. And right guard. Or right guard, yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Get his feet wet and then get him out of there. <laughs> yeah, right. Which is fine. I mean, uh, I'm interested to see him play. I, I will say that some, you know, two new guys on the right side of the line, communication-wise, worries me a little bit. But Pouncey's there, too. I mean, it's a helpful little safety blanket here. Oh, left. by the way, it's a home game and there's no crowd. And there's no crowd, <laughs> right. I just think Fangio's a good defensive mind that will we'll, we'll – We'll test them with different sure, yeah. stunts and blitzes and whatnot, and we'll see. You but. feel better about that with a quarterback with 17 years' experience exactly. than you do if it's on the other side and it's Drew Locke with seven games of experience. Yeah, big time. And I'm sure you'll see McDonald you know, stationed there uh, uh, more often than not, or Connor or Snell to the right of Ben more often than not, too. And, you know, uh, I'm not super worried about the line as long as – Disaster doesn't hit again. <laughs> right. They, <laughs> you know that's what, what they can't right. afford to, That's to what happen. they can't afford. They, they can't afford any more guys to be to go down on mm-hmm. the line. And It's funny how that works sometimes. You know, they, these things happen in, in bunches oftentimes. Ask the Eagles. Yeah. Um, you know, the the the, uh, the Bengals played last night without their two starting defensive tackles. I mean, it just <laughs> right. sometimes certain position groups get hit they harder. They get hit hard, and they're – yeah. It's almost impossible to recover. Yeah, I, I feel like the Steelers, though, and, and maybe this is putting too much faith in the rook, but I felt like when the the, the ro- when you know the the, the the roster was set, that if they got down to this point, they would still be okay. If they got one more, then it gets a little yeah. Then it gets you know then it I mean? gets dicey, and that's yeah. that's for I mean that's any team. If you get down to your eighth offensive lineman, most would be in trouble at six. Yeah, right, <laughs> and certainly seven. Yeah, as we, as we again we're seeing with the Eagles, uh, but Watch the uh, Bengals last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they Beng- have injuries. The Bengals are terrible. They're bad. They're they a bad really football are. team. That's that's an awful offensive line. People, yes. Anybody who thought that was going to be better, um, I don't get it. They didn't do much to help it this year either. I, no, I, no. I mean I don't understand. But may I mean we can talk about that game, of course, because a division one. But I, I give them a slight pass this early in the year as the road early you know super short week team but their tackling's bad their linebackers and o-line we were talking off the air i mean it's not going to get better yeah i mean that, that, those are problem areas the, the people who were talking about oh the steelers should have drafted jesse bates okay jesse bates will get a couple of interceptions yeah here. he does things he won't tackle me he, their tackling is bad he is bad he's, he's one you of can't the be that bad of a tackler in the back end of a defense no it's bad matchup with you know, Chubb and Hunt and guys that are tough to get on the ground. He got R U N N O F T off the field. That was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not yeah. all of a sudden, you know, thinking the Browns are back or. No, they stink or too. I don't think they're. They've got issues either. Right. Yeah, they've I mean, got issues. They they give up 30 points 
That's right. To the Bengals. <laughs> Even though they couldn't block on a short week, and right. yeah, they, they could not. They couldn't. They didn't pass block at all. No. In the run block, I heard a stat: Joe Mixon was hitting fifty percent of his attempts, rushing attempts behind the line, behind of, scrimmage. line of scrimmage. Yeah, that, I mean that's that and, adds up. I mean he was fighting for every yard. Yeah, I, I do think Baker played well, um, but except for that inter- that interception was that bad. Interception was bad. And actually, I actually thought I texted my buds. I'm like, ooh, this might not be over. <laughs> and it almost wasn't. I mean, <laughs> it, it, that, that kept them in the game. They it, gave them a chance at the end. Too, you never take risks at that point in the game. You yeah. have them. You're stepping on their throat. I mean, just end it. You know, I mean, just keep handing it to Chubb. Finish him, right? Finish him. <laughs> and he takes that risk. And I'm like, oh man. But no, I'm not particularly worried about either team. No, I don't think either one of them are, are super good. Um, but hey, good for the good for the Browns. They got the yeah. win. Their fans are all f- psyched up on. Them. Yeah, I mean it's amazing we're at this point in the season already, though. But like these zero and two teams, it's it's not over. I mean we've seen teams get hot at the end of the yeah. season and all that. But I mean, we saw the Steelers recover from zero and three last year to get it, to eight and five. That's a good point. But you really need to go like ten and four from this point on, right? You know, that's, that's what you. That, that's what you again, if the Steelers had done that after their, you know, getting to zero and three and then getting to to eight and five, win two of your two of your last three and you're in the playoffs. And you're in the playoffs, right? Yeah, amazing. It was there. It but just, you look at a team like the Bengals in this division now. It's like, okay, yeah. it's pretty much shot. Yeah. yeah. Or Houston. You, you gets, lost to the Browns, one of the teams that, you know, if you're going to be a, a, a contender, you got to beat them. you got to beat them. Because you'll be fortunate to get one of the uh, the four games against the Steelers and Ravens. Mm-hmm. Right. Very fortunate. Right. I mean, it would have. It's not going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. But anyway, back to, I mean, or like the Texans, who they're coming here next week. Oof. They get the Chiefs and then the Ravens. Who did they tick off in the league <laughs> office? That's what I was thinking, too. Like, <laughs> wow. I mean, you, you talk about probably starting 0 and almost definitely starting 0 and 2. Good chance you're starting 0 and 3, even if you play well. Yeah, <laughs> you, you could be you could yeah. be the you could be the fourth best team in the conference, <laughs> right? And be and be on three, right? Because you it's played play the three well best teams. Sunday. Yeah, right. yeah, it's, it, it is setting up like that for those guys. Anyway, um, sounds like Connor's playing though, huh? They're, yeah, they're it looks, it looks like Connor's playing. Um, you know, the workload. We'll see what it works out to be, but. I mean, we've seen with Mike Tomlin, he's, he is a feature back right. guy. Uh, I think they will find some kind of role for Benny Snell. Tom, you think Connor comes in as the starter? I think he starts. I think he plays 75% of the snaps. Maybe, okay. it's, you know, typically it would be 85. I think they, yeah, yeah. they get, you know, but if he starts struggling, if he's having some, you know, if he's got nine carries on his first six or nine yards on his first six carries again, Benny Snell's going to be in there. I know Steeler Nation's mad at Connor and excited about Snell. And it's, he's the shiny new thing, and you know Connor got hurt again. We can't trust this guy. Remember, just two years ago, a lot of people in Steeler Nation were saying, "Oh, he's better than Le'Veon Bell." <laughs> that's about what I was going to say. Yeah. Is like his track record's a lot stronger. I think that's the way you handle it. I know Connor didn't start the game strong, but the whole I don't offense think anybody did. Yeah. Right? I mean, there, there was you know the screen game was all messed up there wasn't a lot of holes to run through i mean i i believe that if connor stays healthy and it, you know obviously is the lead role i i think he would have had a similar game to snell right you know, it's I, all I, I think done. so as yeah. well i think what you know this the running would have gotten better as the game went on i thought if you look around the league itself um in terms of what happened in week 1 with the with the rushing um, there were some good backs who struggled mm-hmm. behind. Um, 
bad offense. You know, not not necessarily bad offensive lines, but some. But even some top guys, you know, like they were struggling. I think teams were struggling with the run blocking a little bit. I mean, I, I look at Ezekiel Elliott averaged four point four yards a yeah. carry, which okay, you look at it and say, well, that's four point four. He's usually around five. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking of some of the McCaffrey top was at 4.2. Barkley didn't do Barkley too much. was Barkley's <laughs> less than one. Um, Dalvin Cook had a rough go of it until garbage time. Yeah, yeah Aaron Cook, Jones Derrick was at 4.1. Derrick Henry was needed a million carries yeah. to get there. Right. I so mean, it was you know, Chubb didn't do much in the first week. Kenyon Drake was 3.8. Henry was 3.7. Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs. Everybody talk about what a great game Josh Jacobs had. He had average 3.7 yards carry. Yeah, in week one. Yeah, I mean uh, it, it. It was not. Easy sledding and not, uh, you know, great stuff. Uh, you know, same thing. I think that's a lack of practice time, too. Yeah, I mean, I mean Edwards Hilaire, if you, if you watched what Edwards Hilaire did in that game, everybody was raving about him after week one. He had a couple of mid-range runs in that game, but he had six carries for minus two yards in the, at the goal line. At the goal line, too. You know, I, I just think offensive lines are taking – I think the pass blocking stuff, you can – that was something you work on during training camp. The run blocking stuff, though, you're not running a lot of that too. Like uh, you know, it's a good point because I do think across the league in week one, and we'll see if it keeps up. Offensive linemen weren't moving bodies. You know, they weren't uprooting people. That's what I think. What you miss in the in with a no preseason. The preseason is big for that. I mean, play against an opponent going 100 percent the second the ball snapped and try to bury the guy across. Typically, when you're running, working on running plays in practice. You're not Most teams, Cam Hayward on yeah. his back. No, or, you know, you're not trying. You're not driving those guys to the sideline right, or anything right, right. like that. You, you're just you're just kind of getting in the way, and you're walking. It, it's like sixty percent speed mm-hmm. through through it. Okay, here's where the hole's supposed to be at, and we're yeah. going to move you this way. And, and, you, know. and you talk to like Tunch and Wolf and those guys, or any of the guys that played the line. They'll tell you there's more timing and rep needed for the run game than people realize too. Let alone the physicality that we talked about, but. You and I coming off double team in a nose, and then when do I trust that you've got them and I can move to the right. second level and those type of things, or all those pulling guards and traps and things like that, that's very orchestrated. I mean, they're big human beings, so you don't think about it being a precision you know, assignment, but the timing's extremely important. Well, especially if you, if you are running traps and pulling. Right, and right, right. I mean, that, that takes that takes some time to get you, you know, That takes a lot of speed. reps. Right, right. Um, and even last night, we mentioned Mixon, you know, with all the guys in the backfield all the time. The Bengals had guys in the backfield on, on a lot, you know, several occasions. Yeah, yeah. Chubb just made some plays to get, you know, to get yeah. around him. And then He's once he got player, once right. he got to the second level, then he was getting, then he was, you know, gashing a little mm-hmm. bit. But, um, you know, no, you're right. I, I think I think the teams, you know, most of these guys that that uh, you know had big games. You know, even Snell. I mean, he had 50, 50 of his uh, one hundred and thirteen yards came on two carries. Really? So his other seventeen yeah, carries, he, his other seventeen carries, he had sixty yards. They were fine. You yeah, know, they which were, is fine. Which but is fine. It, yeah, it, it does the job. And those those long runs do count. You don't you don't just toss the the you know it's not like uh, hey we throw the worst one and the best one out. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah, yeah. You know, take the it's take important. The mean, but and, and grinding down and you know possessing the ball and all that stuff you know carries weight too and has value. How do you think both these teams? What, do you, what kind of success are you expecting on Sunday, both teams running the ball? I think Melvin Gordon's a pretty good back. I do, too. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he'll have more success than Saquon Barkley did simply because I think the Steelers will defend it differently than I they too. defended Saquon Barkley. But I don't expect him to go out and have, you know, 90 yards rushing against the Steelers. I don't either. I, I'd be shocked. I mean, I think the Steelers are better at the line of scrimmage. Uh, 
I think he'll have an okay day. You know, maybe he'll catch three or four passes too. You know, just to keep this, yeah. the, try to slow down the pass rush and things like that. I'm not sure the Steelers will have a ton of success running the ball either. Um, you know, two new linemen. Um, who's the back? But although I, I think, I think Dot, you know, if you're looking for something you can lean on with Dotson, that's it's his run blocking. Yeah. Agreed. But I was pretty impressed with Denver's run defense in Week One, and I think they'll do that reasonably well. But the dam might break in the fourth quarter, though, too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it could be a situation where they just get worn down. I mean, mm-hmm. they they played the late game Monday night. Now they got to travel cross country. I didn't see the time of possession, but they had to lose it. Bad. They did. It was. I think they had twenty eight minutes of possession in that game, which meant they were on the field for thirty two. Okay. Because um, what Henry got thirty some carries. Thirty carries. Thirty one carries of tackling Henry. And Tannehill threw the ball a lot too. Like, yeah. I mean, that that Denver defense was my point. I think is it was Denver about. Defense. I think it was forty. Six pass attempts for. Um, My point is though, the Denver D had to play a lot of snaps, and it was a Monday nighter. Now you're on the road. They had to play seventy or eighty snaps in Week One, tackling Derrick Henry. I, I would, I, I would be shocked if. Uh, Tannehill had forty three attempts, and they sacked him once, so forty four okay. plus the thirty one. So there were seventy five plays, seventy five snaps. Yeah, on a Monday night, short week. That could really be detrimental, yeah, say the least, <laughs> to a team that's not particularly deep. No, no, you no, know. you're right. So, yeah, I think the Steelers will have an advantage there, and and you know, you would think as well that if you're you're Denver, you're probably going to try to play the pass here. You don't want you know, probably. again, the, the, the Steelers receivers. Roethlisberger threw three touchdown passes in that game. Steelers receivers certainly have an advantage over Denver corners. They got to try to protect them a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I mean their safeties are good players, but their corners without right. Bouye. Are you going to play? The, are you going to play a safety in the box, knowing that you know? Probably not. Probably not. You're going to play not. it more. You know, cover two, cover four. You know, and it, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I, I keep looking at this game through Denver's eyes the last day or two, thinking, "What's my plan?" I'm having a hard time devising a great plan. I'm glad I'm not Denver's OC On a short or DC week. this short yeah. week. Right. Like, I don't know how I would attack. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, we'll continue yeah. to talk about that, though, after the break. He is Matt uh, Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Uh, Matt, it looks like uh, for the Broncos that uh, Cortland Sutton, their uh, star wide receiver, yeah. going to be a, a game-time decision for this game. He didn't practice all week long. I don't expect him to play. Yeah, seems unlikely. Yeah, uh, it does look like they might have uh, K.J. Hamler back, but again, you're talking about a rookie receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they try to do some stuff with him on some – Jet sweeped or get the ball That's in his hands quickly. Thinking. At least or... he brings another dimension. I mean, at least there's that that speed fear factor. Um, certainly, he's very useful behind the line of scrimmage, pre snap, and handing the ball, you know, on jet jet motion and things like that too. Um, he's scary. I assume. I mean, at least that's just how he profiles. Yeah, we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him him run. I don't know what shape he's in or any of that stuff or, you know, how injured is he. That's the thing. I mean, he's coming back from a hamstring injury. Right, a speed guy. I mean, he's a Lamborghini with, you know, a a bum accelerator. 
Um, but what what would scare me most about him is vertical routes from the slot. You know, I mean, he's certainly faster than Sutton or Hilton. You know, I mean, especially Hilton, I would say. And you know, just vertical shots down the middle from the slot is somewhere some a way you could look at him and you know be a little fearful. But he's little and. He had a lot of drops. A lot college. of drops, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was the like I didn't love him. Yeah, you know, we we often talked about you know who the Steelers been taking that second round pick. People were mocking Hamler in that area, and I just didn't love him. I didn't either. He yeah. had some. I mean, little and drops. And, yeah. And can he now if he, if he had gone to the combine and ran a four two seven forty, and he might have. Yeah. You know. Then I can live with some of the drops. You yeah. Know? Right. Right. But, but he's still not like nearly as physical as Tyreek Hill, or you know, I mean, or. Chase Claypool. Or Chase Claypool, <laughs> right, right, exactly. But Sutton is a really good player. Sutton's a very good player, and, yeah. it, you know, if they do not have him, that is a, uh, a serious blow to their chances it here. Is. Um, it is. You know, they placed A.J. Bouye on injured reserve Did earlier yeah. earlier this week. Uh, they won't have, uh, obviously, uh, 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 Von Miller. Um, that might be the two know. best players, other than you know, especially in defense, other than the, the safety. Uh, I would say their safeties Simmons. are good, but I mean Simmons in particular, he got franchised. But okay, you know, I mean they're they're still light on horses. You know, Simmons and Chubb are, are good starters. You know, um, Jackson's a good player, but their corners are weak. I mean, bad, and uh, I think the pass rush is average on a good day. You know, I mean, so. There's not a lot that I'm super worried about with this team. Yeah, this is this. It's it's interesting. This is the second straight week to start the season against another three four team. Mm, okay. That if you're going to do this, I mean, hey, why not get you know? <laughs> yeah, you're, I mean, you're more familiar practicing against them, and you know, anyway, makes I'm, it a little bit easier. I would think the Steelers, if you if you ask Coach Feetner, would you rather play against a three four or four three? You'd say a three four. Yeah. Um, especially on the on the short week. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't know what. Uh, you know what the Broncos can do in this game defensively that will mm-hmm. really bog things down a great deal. I don't know that the defensively, without without Miller, without Bouye, that they're really that much different than the Giants. No, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, mm. well, they're they're going to be short in a lot of areas. Some of their D tackles are decent, you know, like the Giants. Yeah, like the know, Giants. Like the Giants. I mean, I think linebackers. You know, he, they're okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a better defense than New York's, but not by leaps and bounds. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's not as threatening. How much of that is be. because of Fangio's coordinate? You know, mm-hmm. his system. Yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to having guys. I don't think he has his guys yet. I don't think he has his guys. No, I think you're right. Um, there's not really anything that I would be not wanting to do on offense. Like, yeah, you really shouldn't. Let's let's shy away from that this week. Yeah. I'm not sure where that. I mean, comes maybe from. you know, stay away from Simmons a little bit on the back yeah, end, yeah. but. And okay. going away, but could have a tough time with Chubb. I mean, I guess that's one thing. You know, like Stan was asking me when I was driving here. You know, do you think we'll see a tight end constantly to the right? Do you think we'll often? You know, we mentioned in the first segment. Do you think Connor Snell's often going to line to Ben's right? And I'm like, yeah, probably. You know, to deal with mistakes made possibly by the two new guys. But you know, Villanueva doesn't might need help too. Is what I'm saying with Chubb. I mean, I think Chubb's a better player than Villanueva. I just think at this you, get, you get the ball out quickly in this one, mm-hmm. and you know, their cover guys aren't going to be good enough to to yeah. run with everybody. You think in general, just philosophically, Pittsburgh is going to be a get it out quick team? 
I think ideally they'd like to, and uh, you know that I mean, maybe that's, this week more than ever. That's the way they've yeah, that's the way they've played. You know, basically since 2014, mm-hmm. 2015, in that in, in that time frame, and it works. It I works. mean, you know, you got your guys have to get open quickly, but I think that's why if your quarterback's a quick process. Yeah, like you're going to see right. Deontay Johnson who can win at the line of scrimmage quickly. Yeah, uh, and get open. That's that's you know you saw him targeted ten times last week. Yeah, and I, I thought Juju ran really really good routes too. Yeah. Um, the pre-snap motion. I think helps he was too. like eighty uh, percent of his snaps at it last week out of the slot. I, that was the other thing Stan asked me on the way here. I'm like, I think that's what you're going to see. Yeah, I mean, I think that's ideal. That's, that's the, where he's the, at his best. That's where he's at his best. I think it was Pro Football Focus or one of these analytics folks um, did the the study, and he's just been more productive out of the slot than out wide. I mean, yeah. I, I, now he's been in the slot more than he's been out wide. Right, which, which would be a big part of that, but, but still, because they know he's better there, right? Yeah, they, they're not going to put him where they think he's worse, right? And um, I think he does struggle against press coverage. You know, I mean, it's it's easier. Well, I just in the think slot. on the on the outside, his lack of top end speed becomes more. It might be a little more apparent. Yeah, you know, and people aren't going to. I would assume if I'm lining up on Juju and I studied him all week. And he's outside the numbers. I'm probably not going to play off coverage as much because I'm right. not afraid. You're not afraid he's going to run me. by you, yeah. right? So I'm going to press him. He's not great off press, and he seem his lateral agility seems to help in the slot with a two way go as opposed to that sideline being a detriment right. for him. And he's bigger than most of the slots, in and his he can face. bully people. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say too. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean he's can, he's Keenan Allen. Yeah. More yeah. physical, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's but Keenan Allen, you know, when when he came out, uh, one of the reasons why he slipped into what he fall to the third round. He ran like a four seven one. He ran, yeah, he ran a four seven. <laughs> right. I mean, he was a guy. You looked at his tape from from Cal. Super and productive. It was like, wow, this stud, guy's right? this guy's really good. Yeah. And then he went out and ran a four seven. And you're like, ugh. Right. <laughs> and he's been all right. Hasn't hasn't hurt him. Hasn't hurt him. And, yeah. and he can create big plays too. So yeah, I mean, I think that was one of the allures of Claypool too. Like, let's say Claypool and Hamler were sitting there. You'd rather have Claypool. You take Claypool. You take the big guy. Because it makes Juju then the slot guy. Right. You know what I mean? If, you, if Hamler can only be my slot guy, then I'm asking Juju to be outside, and then I'm worse in two places. Right. Yeah, you know? so I, I think that, that certainly was a big part of it, and, and I think it goes back to our, our conversations about him and Dobbins. You know, which one do you would you rather not play against if the Ravens draft him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because... They're probably drafting one or the other. They were looking for offensive skill pieces. I tend to agree with you that Claypool probably would have been a Raven if the Steelers did take Dobbins. Yeah. You know, and both teams might be happy in the end. They could I mean, be, yeah. It I, I don't, a winner or yeah, a loser. Right. right. I think both teams would have been happy with either guy, but, mm-hmm. you know, I think if you had your your choice, you'd take the, the big physical fast wide receiver. I've seen one catch as Claypool as a professional athlete. Or do you have a couple? He had two. Ago. He had two. Okay. Two and then in the jet sweep. But I'm still pretty sure that I'm happy he's not a Raven. Yeah. <laughs> From what I know about him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that ca- uh, that was the catch of the game. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. That that big a person to have that body control? Not only that, but a rookie in his first NFL game having the wherewithal to get both feet down in bounds. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he and didn't the have to do ben that throws. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of defenders there. I mean, that, that's a trust in your receiver. Obviously, they did some of those type of things in practice. Uh, they did a lot of those type of things in practice. Of of practice right? <laughs> Put it up high, go be big, you know, right. Yeah. yeah. He can do that every single play. Yeah. He can go be big. He can go be big. <laughs> pluck it off the rim. Yeah. 
Um, Very impressive. Yeah, that's what he brings to the table. Uh, We're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You are listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, Browns-Bengals game from last night. Uh, Talk a little bit of uh, Ravens-Texans as well right after this. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, uh, Matt, we referenced the uh, the Bengals and Browns playing last night, uh, the Browns winning that game 35-30 to to get to 1-1. One and one. The Bengals fall to 0-2. Oh and two. and uh, I was just uh, I was noting here uh, as I called up the game book from that last night that the Bengals or the uh, Browns starting defense, uh, they came out in their nickel uh, against the three wide receiver mm-hmm. set, and it included uh, Tacky Tacky and Goodson. At linebacker. That's their two starting linebackers. I mean, right. That's bad. That is bad. And then I asked you, who, you know, who are the safeties? And it was Sandejo. Carl and Joseph and, and Anderson Van Sandejo, who's right. 87 years old and was a special teams player for most of his career. <laughs> it's a bad defense. It's a bad defense. I mean, I think the D-line's fine. Right. I think Ward's a good player, obviously a corner. The, the second corner was a question even when they were all healthy to me. But the middle of the defense yeah. in the second and third level, I mean, boy, did you see it against Baltimore. I mean, that's where Jackson feasts. That's where Andrews feasts. And even Burrow did good work there. I mean, they were fine, and they, they hit some crossing routes. And even uh, what's-his-face since he's tight end had a decent game, you know. But uh, I, I bet to your point, you, know, you said it before, when you play the Browns, you want those guys on the field. Oh yeah, I mean, you're, yeah. You're, I'm I'm coming out. I want them in a nickel defense, and mm-hmm. and I want to run. I want the, the option to run or pass against that. Yeah, right. I mean, that's that's not scaring anybody. Um, the Browns did run for 215 yards last night. Now the Bengals uh, were were missing uh, both starting defensive tackles, so their defensive tackles last night were Reader and Covington. They're missing two two guys. Two guys. Reader's yeah, a Reader's starter. a starter. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know, but Geno Atkins was out. Yeah, no Geno right. Atkins. So they started Covington at, at the, the other defensive tackle. They spot. traded four from Houston. Yeah, that's that's not good. He's a journeyman type. And um, the linebackers are flat out bad. But Azuma, their tight end, who we referenced, uh, thought he might have a good game. Was having a good game until he tore his Achilles. Yeah, in, he's in the out second for the half, year. Out for the year. So I assume Drew Sample will take over their second round pick, which shocked you was a second round pick. <laughs> yeah, nice catch. He's a yeah. good blocker. Um, they they use a lot of receivers. I mean, a lot of receivers, a yeah. A lot of receivers. They're always in three wide, and they have five or six of them that play a lot. Yeah, if you look at it, uh, uh, Tyler Boyd uh, bounced back. Uh, he had eight targets in that game last night. A.J. Green, 13 targets, three catches. Three catches. Yeah, that just – I don't he, know if you got this feeling. I think they forced – he was forcing the ball to A.J. Green a I lot. I think that's that's part of where I was going with that. It's a that, young quarterback thing. Yeah, you know, Yeah, exactly is I watched the first game against the Chargers, and Green didn't do much early, and then Burrow whoopied him. You know, and went his direction a lot as the game went on. And then in this one, I felt the same way. Like, they're forcing it to this guy, and I'm not sure Green is what he used to be, for one thing. 
and I'm not questioning his effort, but there was three or four throws where I kind of thought, you probably could have done more there. Yeah, back so, in his, yeah. you know, A.J. Green five years ago probably catches that ball. Right. There was one thrown behind him that he was going across that wasn't the hardest catch in the world. There was almost an interception in the end zone that he didn't try to break up. Like, there was three or four where I was like, uh, you could have given me a little more on that one. <laughs> yeah. I look at what Burrow did last night, and, and people were raving about it. And I get it. It's his second game mm-hmm. as, a, as a pro. He threw the ball 61 times to get to, and barely got over 300 yards. Now, I'm no, again, I'm no mathematician here, but he averaged five yards per passing attempt. Right. And That's not good. They won't win any games if he throws the ball 60 times. No, I mean, no. Their, their, their theory that what they want, should want to do is do what the Browns did with Mayfield last year. He threw the ball 23 times. Yeah, that's the formula. Protect your young quarterback. With a good back, Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously. Um, they just can't block. They can't block anybody, right? Yeah. And, and then they were playing from behind at the end and, and, you know, in desperate time. But how many times do we say, boy, no practice, you know, late to – we know all the, the situations they're dealing with, and you're plugging in a rookie quarterback right off the bat. I mean, it's an unwinnable situation for Manning, Aikman, Locke, whoever – pick your first overall quarterback right. that you like. But I think it's a, a feather in Burrow's cap that he – he doesn't stink. I mean, no, I, he's, he, he should stink. Yeah, he, <laughs> and he doesn't. He stink. didn't make the mistakes that you. Right. you know, there were some balls that he threw that should have been. Picked oh yeah, off yeah. And, and, and he he struggled. He puts with the, the ball in harm's way some. Yeah. The first week, but I mean, he should be Josh Rosen esque. He should look like Doc. You know, I mean, like yeah. he should be a bad. He doesn't bad look like that. He doesn't yeah. look like a terrible player, which makes me think he's gonna be pretty darn good. But the question that you have then is, is if he does this all year long and continues to get beaten up. Mm-hmm. Can he, you know, does at some point does he lose his confidence and does you he know, become older? Car, does he become Carter, Tim Couch yeah, or you know Carter. one of the, one of these guys that, that essentially starting for a mm-hmm. just an awful team and there's nothing around him? Strongest organization, either. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, do you trust the Bengals to, to turn right. this into a Peyton Manning situation where Manning got beaten up his rookie year, but then from that point on he was good? Aiken I was don't like that too. Yeah, you know, just horrible rookie year. Yeah, um, yeah. Are they going to go get? Two offensive linemen and a defense, and to their credit, they spent a little money this off season. But still, I can't say that you know going to that team or the either one of those teams isn't the best path to victory to become a star quarterback. No, it is. It is not. On the other side of the uh, the equation, um, you know the the, the Browns is. Uh, this is their path to success. They want to run. Yeah. They want to run the football. They right, ran right. the football effectively last week against the Ravens. They just got way behind in that game yeah, early. Right. I mean, but they had 140 rushing yards in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, last night went exactly how they drew it up. Yeah, and and that's great. And that's how they have to play. That's how they'll 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 beat bad football teams. Mm-hmm. They're not an awful football team. They're the 20th best football team in the yeah in I think the, that's safe in the say. conference or in the, the, the league. Yeah, if I'm the Browns, I was I would be excited with what Odell brought to the table last night. I mean, he had big plays and looked like I think he's a front runner. I think he's a front runner too. <laughs> yeah. I think when he's playing a bad team and he's getting catching the ball a little bit, oh, you know, then he'll sit there with, with his chest pumped out. Mm-hmm. And as soon as somebody gets in his face and 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 he's getting beat, he's he, he cowers. They're winning, and he, him and Landry and, and Mayfield are on the bench, you know, chuckling and having a good time. Right. But if it's times are tough, I, you don't see that out of them. Yeah. No. I think I, that's I who he it. is. I think that's who he is too. Um, but their running backs are very impressive, and when they are running the ball, they'll be a good offense. I mean, not a great offense, yeah. but but I don't I, think they can stop Mayfield anybody. Needs that. I think so too. I think that defense is going to be poor, 
And as good as Mayfield played last night, he threw an awful interception at the end of that game when they could have put a nail in the yes. – just keep running the football and, and – and, and slam the door on him, and, and he let the he let the Bengals hang around with a bad did. interception. I, I did a big uh oh when he did that one. Like this game is over, you are dominating, and you're getting six yards a clip every time you hand it to Hunt or Chubb, both who are running great. And you and throw you that, that pass. one right, yeah. you know, in your own, you know, where it takes you out of field goal range, and the game would have been over. Just hand the ball off. Yeah, so but he does that a lot. Yeah, uh, that is concerning. Um, you know, if you look at. Uh, <laughs> the Bengals ran 88 offensive plays in that game. Did they really? <laughs> you want to talk? The, the, the Browns are fortunate that they, they don't. They, don't they get a long week because yeah. they did a lot of running last night. Wow, 88 <laughs> I look at plays. That a little bit. I should go around the league and around in week one after that uh, Denver defense conversation and see some of the teams have ran a lot of snaps because I bet they're going to be exhausted. Yeah. And we too. But the average uh, the average per pass play for the Bengals was four and a half yards per pass play. Like, sounds that's about not right. good. That's not that's, so good. That's awful. It's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awful. Uh, but they still they held the ball thirty three minutes to to uh, twenty six for Cleveland. Cleveland ran the crap out of the football and only held the ball for twenty six. Yeah, minutes. that doesn't quite add up because I mean, they were gashing them. You know. Yeah, and they were scoring quick. I guess. Yeah, but, but uh, and again, I guess since he. Ran the ball reasonably well and threw a lot of short controlled passes that kept the clock moving. But I, I'm not I'm not super impressed with either team. But no, I'm not that, either. It's a win that the Browns and Baker Mayfield absolutely had to get. They had to have. I mean, yeah. if they didn't didn't win that game. Imagine the narrative in Cleveland right now. Yeah. On the other side of the uh, division, uh, Baltimore travels to Houston this week. Um, Houston should be an interesting game, after, right? Yeah, should be an interesting game. Um, you know, you, if, when you look at that Texans team, they're 0-1, but they played Kansas City in the yeah. opener. Um, Baltimore won, though, having just played the Browns, who we just talked a ton about. I think the Ravens are going to blow them out. And I don't, I don't dislike Houston. I don't know that they're going to blow them out. It's a seven-point spread. I, I kind of like Houston to keep that close. Do you? I, I would give you a seven. Maybe we'll make a little sideways. I mean, I think, I think Watson... I love Watson. He's a gamer. I agree. He I mean, is a gamer. I can't imagine him going down 0-2. And, you know, that, that team always ends up with 8, 9, 10 wins and in the playoffs. I just think there's some matchups in that one I don't like. And a couple of them are Kansas City that doesn't usually run the ball that great, ran the ball quite well. Um, I heard a stat I just wonder how much of that, though, was because Houston's playing the pass Against against yeah, Kansas right. City, and, and all of a sudden and they'll play it a lot different. Yeah, it, I mean, obviously. we talked about it going into that game. Well, you know, Clyde Edwards-Helaire is going to get six carries in the first mm-hmm. half. Well, he got sixteen carries in the first half. And if you watch the game, they were they were very light boxes. Yeah, yeah they were, didn't want to allow the big play. Are you going to do that against the Ravens? Probably no, not. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Um, I did hear a stat though that they were the second worst defense in the league at allowing quarterback rushing yards last year, and. You know, they made adjustments, and their linebackers aren't bad, and their safeties aren't bad. I mean, maybe that's fluky and going to get corrected. But maybe just played a, bu- you know, yeah, a bunch of really good play. running quarterbacks. Right, yeah. depends who you play. Um, I also think, though, that the, those lighter speed receivers are going to have a tough time getting off the line of scrimmage against the big physical corners. One thing I, I did note when watching the Ravens and Browns, um, the Ravens cornerbacks and def- defensive backs in general – Got away with being quite grabby in that game. Really? Yeah. Um, it was it was almost like watching the Patriots of, of 10 or 15 years ago. Um, and I think, as we saw in week one, 
the officials weren't real flag happy. Yeah, right, right. There were some get away with it, keep it up. There were some flags last night. Yeah, we, we saw more flags thrown last night than I think I saw in any game in week one. So I wonder if, if now the uh, hey, we got this week. The first week's in the books. Now we can start calling things yeah. more because you're going to get as grabby as you can get away with. That's I mean, all those yeah. teams like the Legion of Boom would, would, would right. molest you until you got all in, <laughs> yeah. until they you know made you not. And I wonder. I mean, it's a little tinfoil hat-ish, but I mean, if you're the league. So many eyes are going to be watching Week One. People that don't, you know, they've been cooped up. There, let's let's put a product out there that's a clean, not right. a lot of flag product, so people right. keep coming back and are excited about the league. And maybe this week it's back to call it straight up. You know, yeah, we saw more holding penalties last night. We saw, mm-hmm. you know, more of the of the the you know crackback blocks and things of that nature yeah. were called that yeah, yeah. that uh, you didn't necessarily see a lot of in Week One. So I wonder if if the the Ravens come out and try to get grabby again in this one. That all of a sudden it's you know they they get a couple penalties and they got to start they got to back off a little back bit. Back off a little bit. Yeah, that makes some sense. I mean, to my point was there are big press man cover corners though that I think will beat up on Cooks and Fuller. A little no, I think bit. they will. I yeah. think they will as well. Um, David Johnson could be kind of an X factor in this game again if he's if he are looks you as buying good, him. I thought he looked good in week one. If he looks one. as good as he did uh, in, in week one, I mean, he could yeah. be a problem for the Ravens. Yeah. I, I mean, I like him as a receiver against those young linebackers. I mean, he's a crafty route runner. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of by design, but the Ravens' run defense isn't very good. No, it's not. It really and, is. and so I think, you know, one of the things that you want to do against them, you, now you, you got to score early. You can't fall it's, behind. That's the, the biggest formula right. in the world with that team. But, you know, you should, you know, if you got to try to keep their offense standing on the sidelines as well, if you turn it into a shorter possession game, if you turn, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, if you get up a score and Lamar's looking at the clock and going, okay, I'm going to get two more possessions in this game. I got to throw the football. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's where you want him at. Um, and to your point, I mean, Watson absolutely could be the best player on the field. Yeah. I mean, he could do that any given week against any given opponent, whether it's against Mahomes or Lamar or Wilson or whoever. I mean, I think he's capable of Superman performances. I wonder, too, at this point in his career, uh, because he's getting a little more he's, – he's he's not a rookie anymore. He's not a young – Starting to become the – Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, if he – you know, the Ravens like to overload and, and mm-hmm. do those kind of things and blitz from – you know, send a lot of blitzes if he beats that. I like his chances too, and not just with his feet and yeah. run around like a lunatic, but just get the ball out quick, find your hot route. I mean, he holds the ball more than anybody else. But if he you're does. if you're going to blitz him, blitz him like crazy, you know, I think at this point in his career, was he five years in? Mm-hmm. He should be ready to. That's about take that, that step. That axis is you know about to cross where he's about to be in that that prime zone, and that's why you give him forty million a year. I still like the Ravens. Well, I think they're going to win the football yeah. game, but I, I think the Texans. I think big. You know, I, I I think it's like thirty to twenty four or something mm-hmm. along those lines. It's, I kind of feel for the Texans. Though. Keep I mean, it within seven. Those first three games. <laughs> it isn't Houston. Is it Houston? Yeah. If I was Houston in this one, I'm keeping the dome open. Why is that? Heat. You get the heat, in, the Texas heat mm-hmm. in September. Um, yeah. I've been down there for when they had the, the roof open in September. It's Night, hot. Yeah. <laughs> it just beats on you yeah. right at 1 o'clock. I want to wear them down a little bit and sure. make, make them, them wear sweat. their dark jerseys. And, yeah. 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 That makes some sense. Yeah, too. wear your blacks this week. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Houston. Yeah, Welcome put them in the text. black. Send them to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> make That's them take good. the black. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think it, uh, it should be an interesting game. Yeah. Um, I don't think that the uh, 
that was a forty-one. It was forty-one to seven last year when those two teams met. Oh wow, I remember that. Yeah, uh, but that was when the Ravens were really kind of rolling. Yeah, I think, and I'm not sure the league knew what to deal with them, what to do with them yet either. Right, I, I think getting the Ravens early this year, unless you're Cleveland, yeah. uh, and is also and had more turnover than than Baltimore did, uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Houston's a pretty stable team too. Yeah. I mean, I know Hopkins is gone, but. Philip O'Brien's been doing it a long time, and now him and Watson have been together a fair amount, and they've made some trades over the years. But all in all, they're bringing back, they're, they're rolling with what they had last year. So yeah. the continuity thing isn't as big a deal as Cleveland's problem to start the season. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I'll, I'll enjoy watching that one. That's a 425 yeah. start. Um, oh, it's a late one. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I, I imagine that's the game of the the week. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so. That one will be on after the Steelers play. But uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break and come back with the Fantasy Football Focus. It's Friday. We're going to make our picks for each game, who we think is going to star and who we don't, uh, who we're going to fade this week. We'll do that right after this. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. Today, of course, we will look at all the games who we like to uh, to, to as uh, some matchup st- yeah. driven stuff here in these games. We'll start with the Rams at the Eagles. That's a one o'clock game. Uh, the uh, over under on that one is forty five point five. It's always good to take a look at those over unders. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Uh, when you're looking at uh, if you're trying to make a decision, do I play this guy or that guy? If you, if one guy's in, an over, in a game where the over under is forty three and the other one's in a game where the over under is fifty, taking a guy with who's in, playing no doubt about it. yeah, no doubt about that, it. That's a, a that's a good tiebreaker. It's a cheat code that all of you have access to that you should absolutely reference. Vegas knows. Vegas knows. They don't make this stuff yeah, up. Absolutely. Uh, so forty five and a half is kind of middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I really like the Rams defense this week. Playing yeah. against that that uh, Eagles offense that just gave up eight sacks last week to the to the I think the Eagles will adjust. I'm saying I, I think they'll have to shorten their passing game. But Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald. He's still going to wreak, wreak <laughs> yeah. havoc. I think getting Miles Sanders back helps too. I mean, have some kind of threat at, at the running back position. But and I also think Goff will be under pressure. I mean, I think Philly rushes a passer. Yeah, pretty well. I think they will, and I I think. Philly's run defense is pretty solid as well. It is. It is. I don't really love a lot of people in this game. That's maybe what I'm thinking too, like maybe both tight ends on on Philly side of things. Actually, all the tight ends in this game. Yeah, I'm not sure if Everett's playing or not. I he's, don't think Everett's going to play. Okay. So you know, I think you, know, you mentioned Higby yesterday. Yeah, Higby's Higby could be a, a slam there. I kind of like Cup a little bit mm-hmm. better than Woods in this one because I think that they will be getting the ball out of Goff's hands a little quicker. I would think Slay will go with Woods too. Yeah, that's yeah, the other. That's the other part of that because he's on the outside. Um, I'm not big on any of the Eagles receivers in this one. That's the thing with the Eagles. The, the Eagles got all these receivers that can fly. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they wanted to add speed, but they don't have a possess like the possession guys are the tight ends. The so if they're going to go to a shorter shorter passing game, 
Goddard and Ertz could both end That's up with point. seven or eight catches in this game. That's a real good point. And, you know, I think something you immediately have to think about with the Rams, of course, is Donald, but then Ramsey, you know. And right. Ramsey's not going to be on a tight end. And whatever receiver he's on, just don't throw that way. Right. You know, the other one, they're all kind of the same. So it's not a, a, a great And they were situation. rotating receivers anyways in that first game. They played I, like 60% of the snaps. Yeah, I don't, right? I don't love that either. Someone needs to emerge before I'm on that board yeah. on that train. Uh, Falcons and Cowboys. This one, the over under fifty four. Here's a good example of yeah. the over under Nine points better than the, than the Eagles and Rams game. Yeah, and I think Atlanta's going to throw and throw and throw, and I think that's who they are. Gurley didn't play a whole lot of snaps either. I'm not sure that I'm on putting any money on him, um, but I think Dallas's offense will be great. Get it, play them all. Yeah, uh, play. What about Gage? You're going to play Ridley. You're going to play. Uh, you're going to play. Um, Would you rather play Lamb or Gage? Probably Gage because I think you're going to lose the game. It's in Dallas. Right. I, I think Dallas is going to be. I think Dallas is more apt to start running the ball late in the game, and all of a sudden, you know, Lamb finishes True. with four for fifty-five. Whereas Gage, they're going to be behind the entire game. And Gage Probably. could have another one of those. He gets ten targets. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about the tight end factor, though, too. You know, Blake Jarwin's out, which I think helps Lamb a lot. I think it helps Lamb, yeah. Yeah, and or it could help Zeke. Could help Zeke. Make too. it. They, could, yeah. they threw him the ball a good, good bit last week. I was surprised they haven't. They have to do that. Yeah, I'm hoping the new coaching staff does it more. Um, but I also think Hayden Hurst. You know, no Van Der Esch. That secondary is not great. I yeah, think Hurst no, that, nice, that's a good point. He's kind of a squeaky wheel. It could also be where Gurley. Maybe they do try to run the ball a little more early. Maybe to keep. Dallas's offense on the sideline. I don't know if he's good anymore. Yeah, uh, but I, that's a big over under. Mm-hmm. Um, you want you want to start guys from that one? Uh, I'm Steel- starting Matt Ryan without any any hesitation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Steelers and Broncos. The over under is forty and a half. Is that the lowest of the week? I don't know if it's the lowest of the week, but that's awfully low. That's awfully low. See, I don't think the Steelers are going to struggle to get to twenty though. I don't either. Yeah. Um, Steelers are kind of tough to put your money on fantasy-wise. They were under a lot last year in terms of their over-unders because they shut other teams down, and and they didn't score a lot. Well, now they can score, but they're still going to shut other teams down. Right. But they're they're a tough one for fantasy. I mean, are you playing Connor? No. Are you playing Snell? No. Right. I mean, the tight ends kind of cancel each other out. You're gonna Juju's play. You're gonna start. play Juju. I think you start. I, I I still tend towards Deontay Johnson. He got ten targets last week. Me too. I mean, I think he, he had a couple hiccups, but he still had a good day. You starting Fant? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, that that might be about it. Yeah. I mean, if Sutton plays, I guess you have to. But I hate those. You know, the ones that he probably shouldn't. And then the first quarter, he's out. Gordon, I guess, is okay. He's a running back too. Yeah, I mean you're not going to be you know, jumping a lot of other. You're not going to be jumping up and down about it. So, ooh, I get to start him against the Steelers. No, not you know? at all. Um, but yeah, you're not starting Judy. No, even if Court and Sutton doesn't play. No, me neither. No, I don't trust. And him. I like him, but it's just yeah. it's a tough matchup. Forty uh, ers and Jets. The uh, over under is forty one. I think the Niners D is going to feast. Yeah, you know, getting kind of embarrassed. Kittle's going to be uh, probably end up being a game time. Decision. Mm-hmm. That's that's a uh, Ayuk is back. But that's a sure one o'clock game. Either. It is in New York. Um, you know, Ayuk is going to be back, but I don't uh, trust him. I want the under. I just think the, <laughs> I just think the Niners D is going to be all over Sam Darnold. Yeah. Would probably cause a couple turnovers. No Jamison Crowder. No Le'Veon right. Bell. I mean, who's his who's his Whoopi in this one? I know. And the have Jets, one. Jets are bad. Like I did yeah. the power ranks. I think I had the thirty first or thirty second. They're really bad. 
But they stop the run. I mean, maybe they can contain most. I mean, that's what the Niners are going to stop the run on. against most teams. But this is a different. This is a different, this beast. A different beast than what you One see. One o'clock game cross country, though. Yeah, I don't. Know, I just don't <clears> see a lot of points. I see the, the Niner D kind of dominating. Vikings at Colts, forty-eight and a half. That's a healthy mm. over under. It is a healthy over under. I think Jonathan Taylor is like a first round pick now. I think he's going to feast. Would you start um, uh, the backup? Uh, Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines, yeah. This Probably. could this could be. I mean, again, the the over under is forty eight and a half. Like Hines, he may only get five or six carries. He might catch six, but balls, he might catch five or six balls. Right. I mean, he's he's like a he's like a young younger version of of White now. Mm-hmm. And they used him near the goal line a lot. You would think that would be Taylor's. You would think, yeah, but they didn't in week one. I'm starting Paris Campbell. Yeah, that's yeah, a, he's a nice. I I don't fear. I, I don't. I don't love any of the other Colts receivers. They're, they're a little no. banged up a little. Um, but I mean, Hilton's probably somebody you start. Hilton you probably okay. start, and he's more of a three at this point in I his agree. career. I, I think Campbell's going to lead the team in catches. I think so as well, yeah. yeah. Um, um, on the Vikings side of things, you're obviously starting Thielen. Thielen you're Cook. starting Cook. And then I'm reaching. What about Madison as a as a flex? He gets some, he gets some play last week, even though they were getting beat. They, I know. I just don't think that that offense is very good. I don't think I, so I don't either, think but, score but maybe points. they maybe that's part of it now. Are they starting Hines or Madison? Hmm. I think I'm leaning towards Hines. Probably Hines, but it's close. It's close. I'm like, don't think about the Vikes D anymore. No, they stink. Yeah. And the Colts defense is not very good. It's not very good. I think it's better than what they showed against Jacksonville, but I don't think it's very good. If you had to pick a quarterback to start in this game out of this out of this game. Rivers, because I think they'll win. I don't trust him. Nah, but I hate <laughs> for fantasy. You know he's not going to run. I would have to hold my nose on that one right. really, really hard. <laughs> I, th- I think this could be a rough year for Cousins, too. Uh, Lions at Packers. See, I think this one's a sneaky over. The over-under is 49. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. I, mean, I haven't seen the over-unders. I think there could be points in this one. Could be. Uh, Rodgers, he always feasts on Detroit he at, at home. Right. Um, you're obviously, you're going to start the stars, Adams and yeah, Jones. Jones. And, yeah. After Adams and Jones, though, it's a little hairy. Above Aldo Scantling, flex. Yeah, I think he's a. Uh, I think he's a dart throw and a flex. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Lions side of things, it doesn't look like Galladay's going to play. Probably not. Marvin Jones disappointed last week. I would not hesitate to start no, him this me week. Either. I think they'll throw a lot. Yeah, they're going to have to throw. Hawkinson to me's. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's yeah. the number two, and then Peterson was the guy. Does but that Swift hold up? Played a lot, yeah. And if they're losing, I think that's Swift time. I mean, everyone just remembers him dropping the game winner, but <laughs> I think he's kind of a buy low right now. Yeah, I think so as well. That that one definitely goes over. I think Stafford. I, I think so. I wouldn't hesitate to play Stafford. No, me either. Yeah, either. I think he's going to have to throw, throw, throw. Mm-hmm. It may not. You wish he had Galladay, you know. but so be it. Yeah. Uh, Panthers and Buccaneers. The over under is forty seven and a half. Panthers, I think, are a miserable defense. And they might not have Godwin. He's he's doubtful. He's doubtful. Yeah, I think Howard's a sneaky play. I think Fournette's a sneaky play. I think Evans blows up. People are going to start Jones against that defense, mm-hmm. I, I, which I, I get. I I think you know, he had 17 carries last week, and I think it was uh, six touches on nine snaps for Fournette. I think that number starts to creep up. I think you're right about and that. And eventually, probably. he takes us over, and it could happen this week if. They're up big in this game against the Buck or against the Panthers, which could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, he could feast in the second half of that game, and the, and the Panthers' defense is bad. Is really it's bad, really especially bad, yeah. against the run. Oh, uh, yeah. They give up a, a ton of rushing touchdowns. 
That might you, be a thing you get. You know, it's a good point. Fourth uh, quarter could belong to yeah. Fournette. I'm, much like Kareem Hunt last night. You know, mm-hmm. he just kind of come out and all of a sudden, ooh, he looks pretty good. Yeah, let's, let's get this guy acclimated and yeah. get him some touches. Uh, DJ Moore, you're starting. Yeah. What about Robbie Anderson? That's all I wanted to bring up. I mean, him, Samuel, and Moore all pretty much had the exact same usage, targets, production, where I thought Moore was going to be way ahead of those guys. It's only one game. One game, I don't yeah. want to get crazy. but And it was against a bad Oakland defense, Vegas defense. Um, so I, I'm still on board with Moore being the one, and maybe he's a buy low right now. I think I'd play Anderson. Nah, eh, I don't know. Bucks D's good. The, the most of the defense is good. They, they can still be thrown. Their corners aren't great. They're not great. Yeah, they but, blitz a lot and leave them on islands. If Anderson gets behind, yeah, it's not a terrible play. I, I, I don't love it, but yeah, I, I don't hate it either. I also don't love Brady in that game. I don't. I, I think he, I think, I think he's win. done. I know. I don't know that he's ever. I, th- I mean, I think they'll they'll win ten or eleven games this year, and people, oh look what Tom Brady did. He's done. Is he going to throw for three hundred yards? He's done. I mean, he needs yeah. to for you to be startable. I think they're just going to run the run. football in this game. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, Bills and Dolphins. This is an interesting game because both Bills starting inside linebackers are out. So you would think Gasecki's interesting. Yeah, Gasecki should be interesting. Maybe uh, some things over the middle. Maybe they get some mm-hmm. crossers and those kind of things. I think Miami's bad though. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, White's going to probably go on Parker, I would imagine. Assuming Parker plays. If Parker yeah. plays. If, if not, then he's on Preston Williams. Williams is yeah. going to be in for probably a long day, although I think he's good. I thought Fitzpatrick was bad last week. It could be a good Moss game. Could be. This is this could be an interesting be. game to play him. What yeah. about Josh Allen in this one? You, you ride yeah. with him? Yeah, yeah I yeah, think. Yeah. Even though the the Dolphins, that's their strength is the two cornerbacks. I know. I don't, I'm, I'm not worried about no, that. They don't have a pass rush. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll run. He'll run. Uh, the over under on that game, by the way, is 41. So not a. No, that makes sense. Yeah, not a big uh, big. I would over-under. think the Bills would like to control the clock and get Moss involved and be the more physical team. And yeah. Allen design runs, play defense. But yeah. they could do they could do that by throwing early. I think they still want to use those new toys that they got. I wouldn't hesitate to start Diggs. Yeah, Diggs. Yeah. Browns. Browns okay. yeah, yeah, Brown. He's Brown's gonna. He's gonna play. He, he can, can return to practice today. Uh, Jaguars and Titans. The over under is forty four. Obviously, you're gonna start Derrick Henry. You're gonna start. You starting uh, Corey Davis if AJ Brown doesn't play. Yes, me too. Yeah, I and, don't think and, he's terrible. No, I don't but, think so either. And, and I think uh, I don't like the Jags D. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But they had success last week against the Colts. They did. The Colts moved the ball though a lot. You like Chark in this game? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I do. you know, I, um, Adoree Jackson's still out for the Titans, mm-hmm. um, and not yeah. that he's a great you know corner, but he's the best they got. They had what Minshew was nineteen to twenty or twenty to twenty one, twenty to twenty one, something, something like that. Like yeah, they had under a hundred combined air yards though. Yeah, it was all quick. Get the ball out of your hands. I mean, that's hard to believe. Yeah. yeah. So I got to think they at least get charked downfield once or twice. Yeah, I think he- I think Henry could really go off in this game. They didn't have to do that against the Colts last week because they were winning the whole game. All right, right. Yeah. No, it's a, Henry's in a blow up spot. Yeah. Uh, Giants and Bears. The over under is forty two. I think I'd take the under. <laughs> Does Saquon <laughs> get on track this week? Yes. I'm starting Saquon. I'm starting David Montgomery. Yeah. I don't um, think the Giants' O-line's as bad as no. Steelers made it look. Um, I think both of the I, – I, obviously, Saquon's a much higher upside. I yeah. Think, but I think Montgomery gets 70 total yards in this game. Probably. Yeah, somewhere in that range. 
Um, I think Slayton's a starter now. Yeah, and Allen Robinson. I think Allen Robinson blows up. Yeah. What about Anthony Miller in this one? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a nice start. I don't care if Bradbury follows Robinson everywhere. Doesn't bother me at all. He's a little bit of a squeaky wheel right now too. I think yeah. he blows up. Uh, what about Trubisky? It's not the worst thing in the world. Trubisky or Jones? Trubisky. He runs yeah, more. I bet he has thirty more rushing yards. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Washington at Arizona. The over/under is forty-six and a half. Arizona's kind of, I mean, like you start in Kirk. I don't love that. I don't love that. Yeah. Um, He's okay, but he was really didn't do anything last week. Uh, you start in Edmonds as a flex. I think you play Drake. You play Hawkins, of course. I don't. Kyler. Not against that deep. Yeah, not against that defense where their no. strength is the, the front seven. Um, do they keep Murray in the pocket? I think they will. I think they will. Make him uh, force him to throw the ball. I think mm-hmm. Hopkins. You're, you're going to start Hopkins. You're probably going to start Murray based on what he did yeah. last week. I think he'll be under a lot of pressure. I don't yeah. know if they'll get him on the ground a lot. And uh, I think Hopkins blows up. Though it's a bad secondary for Washington. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think yeah. feeding him as much as they did was an accident. I mean, like if you're thinking DFS, I might pay up for him. You like McLaurin in this game? Yes, yes. I think he's ready to really assert himself and get back on track. Yeah, he's really the only guy on. Washington yeah. that I'm interested in playing. Okay, here's a sneak. How about Logan Thomas? Remember how bad they were against They were the bad. Titans? Yeah, they were bad. I think by default, he's the guy. They're paying Buda Baker all that money. You'd think they'd use him to more yeah. in tight ends. That's a sneaky one, though. Keep an eye on Logan Thomas. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, in that 49ers game, can you check the box on Jordan Reed if Kittle doesn't play? No. Somebody got to catch a ball in that offense. He's at least talented when he's he on the talented. when he's on the field. He's healthy right this minute. <laughs> he yeah. hasn't been hit yet. He hasn't been hit yet. <laughs> we finished the game. Uh, Ravens and Texans. The over under is fifty. Fifty. We talked about this one quite a bit. I think Marquise Brown. Are you Mar- starting Dobbins or Ingram? Gotta hate that. It's a little hairy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to start one of the two. If one of the two was the the absolute starter, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that. But if they're going 33-33 and you know, a little sp- sprinkled sp- in, again. sprinkle in the other two guys, and no, I'm not interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is anything more a than a flex? Me. I think you can play them as a flex, but that's yeah, I don't want to play either one of them as an RB two. No, not ideally, not yet. I'm tempted that Dobbins will. Take it over, but I can't do it yet. How? What does Watson do in this game? I think he does well. I mean, even if they get blown out, I think he'll still run. I think he'll garbage time it up. But I'm not loving his receivers. No, I'm not either. It's it's going to be a struggle. Um, you mentioned David Johnson earlier. I think that's a yeah. Good start. I, th- I think he's solid. Uh, what about a tight end for Houston? He's a good player, Atkins. Yeah. yeah, I picked him up in my deep dynasty league. He was free. I can't start him yet, but I'm intrigued by He's him. Somebody should have an eye on. Him. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. He, you know he could he could catch fifty, pe- you know, oh, fifty yeah. yards this he week. He can run. And yeah, I don't know if it's an O'Brien thing, but they don't use their tight ends much. They should use him more. They should use him yeah. more. Uh, Chiefs and Chargers. This one is only forty-seven and a half. Is that too low? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a low over. That's as low an over under as you'll see on the Chiefs all year, I think. And I think Chargers D is good, but I don't I, care. About I also who the think D is. that you know when they. Uh, Chargers really play slow. They do. Yeah. They do. That's a good point. Is they just don't give you. But I don't know that you're going to have that option against the Chiefs. I mean, I think the second half is going to be bang, bang, Mm -hmm. bang, bang, bang. You're going to have to go. 
Like, um, I'm on the Sammy Watkins train. Ooh, okay. This year, I think Chargers have good secondary. They do. They do. Uh, I just think Watkins will be a a starter for fantasy this year. I thought he looked good. Okay, he's talented. Thought that last year too. I know. I thought one. that for ten years. <laughs> um, what Chargers are you playing? Ekelar. Um, you mentioned in the, in the hallway, Keenan Allen. You Keenan Allen, I'm going to play, yeah. I went to pass catchers. Yeah. Hunter Henry. Yeah. Mike um, Williams had a nice Mike Williams had, yeah. Uh, so I'm playing those guys. I don't love Tyrod, but. Yeah, I'm not playing. That's actually not a bad matchup for him. If he takes some chance, you know. If he, I'm assuming they're losing and yeah. he's throwing a fair amount in the second half. I guess if if, the, if you're playing the pass catchers, you should probably play yeah. Tyrod. But. It's not my, my favorite, obviously, no, yeah. but it might be a good week for him. Um, but you know who to play on the Chiefs. I mean, yeah, th- I just mentioned Watkins because I yeah. think he's somebody that not everyone would check the box on. Uh, Patriots and Seahawks. This one's an interesting one. The over under forty four and a half. I think the Pats are going to beat bad. I think they're going to get beat bad, but I don't know if there's a ton of points because I think both teams are going to run the ball about forty times. I think you're right. <laughs> this and game could be a. This is the, this is the night game. It starts at eight twenty. It could be done by ten thirty. <laughs> yeah. Because um, both teams want to just run the football. I think you're right. And Cam Newton, I think they match up well against them with Wagner and Adams and all those type of guys that I don't know that he'll go crazy. I think Metcalf's going to see a lot of Gilmore. Yeah. I don't love that. You know? I don't, I don't, I don't love I don't any of the pass catchers Bonanza, yeah. on either side, really. No. I don't want to play pass catchers on either side of this. I mean, you're going to play both man. quarterbacks. You're going to play Carson. And that's about it. Lockett. You're, yeah, you're probably going to you're probably gonna play Lockett because he's the – but he's going to see a lot of the uh, the, the slot guy. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I mean, even James White, I'm not excited about. Yeah, any of their receiver, any of their. Patterns. I just want to stay away from that one. Yeah, I agree. And the I final Cam's going to do all that money. Monday night game: uh, Saints and Raiders. The over under is 49. No Michael Thomas. No Michael Thomas. Although he's he's talking like he might be able to come back and play. You're not playing. Not this. They're one. not going to. No. Yeah, you're not going to. Even if even if he does play, he'll be a yeah decoy more. Or yeah. Less. But I'm starting Jared Cook. I say Cook gets the boost for yeah. me. Um, Obviously Kamara and Jacobs. Yeah. Um, I don't love Breeze. I don't love Carr. Uh, yeah. No um, I I would lean towards if if you have him, Emmanuel Sanders could be a nice th- three I this guess. week. I don't know especially if blow up potential. But, but you're gonna have to make that decision before Monday, which right. is the tough part of this. Yeah. Like, uh, you may have a better option before Monday night. I kind of think the Saints defense rules the night. I think they're going to get after it really yeah. well. Cars, Mr. Checkdown, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Rugs probably isn't going to play in this one. I don't think he will. Um, I just don't have any interest in anybody on that on, for them other than Jacobs. I'd, I'd like to start people against the Raiders, but I don't know that this is the ideal yeah. time to do it's it a, if you're in you know the, on Smith or Sanders or any of those type of guys. It's a Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt kind yeah. of day. Yeah, Cook and Cook. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's going to do it for our show this week. Uh, so for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. Thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.